0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey guys, welcome to another edition episode of The Mindful Experiment as we are discussing basically an overview, a summary of my book and, and talking about chapter four, if you Haven't gotten my book, short 15 second commercial. Here is that um, we have it available on Kindle as of today. It will be ending on June 13th, a sale. Normally it's $9.99 for the Kindle version. You can get it for $4.99. So take advantage. Also, at the end of the week, um, it'll actually be um, June 18th. We're actually going to be, we usually have a sale for the book. You can go to our website, www.empoweryourreality.com. You can go there and get 10% off for the book, autographed copy, and free shipping. Um, that will be ending on the 18th of June. So if you want to get a copy of this book, I highly recommend it. It is a guide to creating an inspired and fulfilled life. I can promise you the work, the stories, the, 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 the concepts that I share in this book are truly designed to help you really maximize your life. And I promise you the, re- the reviews and the comments that I've been getting that have been pouring in have been nothing but positive. And I get, I, I know what has done for my life and I know it will do the same thing for you. So definitely check that out. All right, let's dive in. We're going to be talking about chapter four and in the title of chapter four, of my book, I talk about a lot on how we are all interdependent. You see, when you look at the physical realm and who you are, you, you're a physical being, you feel like you're in, your individual, and you are isolated from the rest of the world, right? You're isolated from another body. You can't go into someone else's body. You can you can feel their energy maybe, but you can't go into their other body. So you're, you're, you're really an individual, and that's the whole experience of this life. It's all about being an individual, um, an individualized experience. And there's a lot of power and wisdom and, and, and just awesomeness to that, but at the same token, The spiritual law still states facts, which is in the spiritual realm, we are all interdependent of one another. We all depend upon one another to grow and expand and evolve. God is interdependent with us just as we are interdependent with God. And so as I talk about in that chapter one, I talk about how we're the bloodline for God and God's the bloodline for us. And so when we look at our life, we are all interdependent in some shape or form. So in chapter four, I'm going to really dive into this as we go through it. As always in every chapter, I have a quote I love to start with, and it's actually a quote by me. When you focus on being your best, everyone wins. When you are less than your best, only a few, only a very few truly are able to experience the amazing light you are. And the key thing is, is that in life, if you, I always say, if you're going to be the best version of you, everybody wins. When you're selfish, everyone wins. When you're not selfish, a lot of people lose. And it sounds weird when you say that, but let's think about that for a second. I'm selfish, and I had to learn how to be selfish. I grew up in an environment where it was all about pleasing people. My grandmother, my grandparents, my parents, all about the guilt, right? Italian Roman Catholic family, I have to please people. What people think and how I have them feel is more important than my own feelings. Now, my parents didn't teach me this because no one taught them that. It's not that my parents, my grandparents... Um, uh, you know, and You know, that's what the, they taught. No one taught them how to be independent of their own. No one taught them how to have emotions and be able to have boundaries and to truly be like, wait a minute. What matters most is me first, then everyone else. Because here's the thing, if, and understand this concept. If you are really at the best version of you feeling great and you focus on making sure that you're always feeling your best, who wins? If you're in a relationship or marriage, who wins in that? If you're in business, who wins in that? If you're in a uh, in your career, your 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 groups, your social economics, your friends, your your financial, mental, physical, all those aspects of life, who wins? You see, when you're the best version of you showing up every single day as the best version of you, everyone wins. Everyone wins who comes in contact with you. No one loses. And that's the importance of when it comes to being the best version of you every single day. Making sure you're showing up being the best version of you every single day of your life as much as you possibly can. When you're not being the best version of you, there's only one person that really wins out of it all, and that's you. Because only you know your greatness. Only you know the light that exists within you. Only you know that vibrational frequency, but no one else does. No one gets to experience it. No one gets to feel it. No one gets to truly see the gifts and the beauty and the essence, that soul aspect, that one out of all the gazillions, infinite souls, beings, sources, light, all that stuff that exists in the universe, and all universes, and all the infinite universes, that one person that's uniquely different than them all misses out. Everyone else misses out on that. And that's why it's so key to make sure that you are being the best version that you can possibly be when it comes to all these things. Make sense? And as I discussed in the book, I dive into a lot of this in the beginning, and I talk about how in the beginning of my life, I felt like I had to do everything. I felt like I had to be um, the, the the boss the, I had to wear all the hats, I had to make sure I was busting my behind to make sure that I I was learning all that I can because I knew that if I learned and grew and involved, if I studied, I studied from the best of the best that I could find, research, and then my friends told me someone knew, I study them and research them and get to know their ways, and I just study, 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 thinking that I would get to the best of being who I was gonna become, because I was so hungry at this, that later down the road I found out I was wrong. Like completely wrong i started to realize that wait a minute here i always felt unfulfilled even though i knew all this stuff i was still unfulfilled and i was like there's just something different about this i want to be the best doctor in, the, in the, that ever has been in this area in the world etc as a chiropractor and i really focused on that and i studied 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 not just chiropractic stuff but everything outside of it too and i kept feeling unfulfilled it was very frustrating And I was like, why is this happening? I should be feeling more fulfilled. I should be excited. I just learned these new techniques, these new concepts, these new processes. And it's still, but yet, I kept just not really grasping it. And what I started to realize is is I kept putting endless energy out there in the universe, thinking that as long as I put it out there, the ripple effects will come back to me. But I, what I was reeling, what re- realizing was is I was focusing on the lack and I was focusing on pushing, meaning I had to do all the work to make it happen. What I started to realize is that when I was doing all this, the focusing on the lack and feeling like I had to do it all on my own, I was really pushing it away because there's a law called the universal law of vibration, manifestation, or also known as the law of attraction. It's the way the universe works, and the universe works in the law of attraction, which means you cannot attract something into your life unless you're vibrating at that frequency. Okay, so let's say I wanted to be this doctor of being successful and really being at the person that I wanted to become, and all of a sudden, though, my vibrational field, let's say uh, the level over I wanted to go was a 1,000, but my vibrational field was only a 600, I could never experience what a 1,000 is unless I vibrate to that. And so since I was stuck at 600, I never truly uh, got to experience that aspect. So I kept, it was endless energy being put into something that wasn't going to allow me to thrive and grow. And so I had to figure out that there was something else beyond that. So what I started to understand is, with, with when it comes to utilizing these laws, it was like, okay, how do I change my vibration then? How do I look at different aspects of my life and say, okay, how about if I don't focus on as much and I'm going to focus more on just being and doing the work that I need to do? What if I just started to do that? And so, what I started to do then is to say, all right, I'm not going to push anymore. I'm not going to say it's all on me. I'm not going to do all this type of stuff. I'm going to take a, take a step back and really start to look at my life and say, okay. Maybe I don't have to put so much effort into this. Maybe I'm just doing too much work. The universe, I'm not allowing the universe to help me. I'm thinking I have to do it all, right? How many times have you been there in your life? Maybe in business, career, maybe it be in your personal life. You feel like you're the one that has to do it all. You put all the weight on your shoulders. I'm someone that has done that all my life. And what I started to realize, and it was a breaking moment for me in my career and my whole entire life, is that not everything has to be on me. That there is help and the universe is always there to help. But not only that, and you know, with that only, but it was also about knowing that I can take things and, and I have help to help me with that and just learn to depend more a little bit. As I talk about this vibrational field, and I talk about the collective consciousness, I start to share in this chapter the power and the uniqueness of who you are. I want to really, this chapter, I really wanted to show you that There is this power. You are so unique and so needed in this world. That's why you're here right now. You are so valuable that we have let external circumstances in the external world, maybe your media, your friends, your teachers, your loved ones, your family, and all that, really tell you what you're really worth and allow that instead of you really grasping the real truth. You see, because lies that are shared in the media like crazy... And lies that we all live by, not even realizing, especially with now social media, there's more misinformation, even just fake news in general. Um, this is not something new that just Trump brought out. You know, I love when he brought that out to fake news. Uh, there, there, fake news has been around for the longest time. It's called propaganda. And that's what me- mainstream media does. And the key thing about this all is, is that the lie, the biggest lie that has been told to us is that not sharing our truth, not letting us focus on that. You see, because who you are plays a massive role in this world. That's why you're here. You're needed. You're here for an experience. But I also believe, and this is my personal belief here, that in the world, you come here to gain an experience at a specific time and a culture and all that good stuff. And we'll dive into that. But then I also believe it's a give and take. And you also come to give to help in this aspect, too. That's just the way I believe the universe works, and we talk about that in Chapter 6 a little bit, but and so forth. But what happens is, is when you look at the con- collective consciousness, the collective consciousness is the average vibration of all the humans in the entire world. Okay? That's what collective consciousness means. So if you have someone at 1,000 and 100, and you go all around, and you average it out, and that is the hu- that's the collective consciousness, the vibrational frequency of where humans are. Now, why is that important to you? Because this plays a role because now all of a sudden you have to start looking at okay, everything that humans experience is all based on their vibrational frequency. And as a collective consciousness, if us as humans are vibrating at a certain frequency, then that is the only experience humans are going to get unless we all change our frequency, right? So let's say we're vibrating at 200. Well, at 200, that means X, Y, Z. We can never, let's say it means X, okay? We can never experience a Y, a Z, a B, an L, an M because we are all vibrating on an average together at 200. And if we're vibrating at 200, we're never going to be able to experience anything else unless we change our vibration. I was on a podcast uh, a couple, few weeks ago. And we were talking about, I was bringing up the collective consciousness and I brought up the concept of, you know, some people hate Trump and some people are all upset and some love them, hate him, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. I have no personal preference on this because I understand something that's even deeper. And what I understand deeper is that whoever is showing up as president of any country, the leader of any country, is the vibrational frequency of where, the, where that country is at. So for example, like our left brain likes to break things down. So there's a human collective consciousness, but you can break this down from the world to continents, to countries, to cities, to villages, to families, to friends, down to you. It's the macro, micro view of it all. So when you look at this perspective, I told my, on the podcast, I said, what what Americans don't realize is that whoever's showing up as our leader is the vibrational frequency where all the Americans are at together, and that's what shows up. It's a product of us. It's a product of Americans. It's not, And same thing in Australia or UK or Italy, whatever it is. Whoever's showing up is the vibrational frequency that's the most dominant showing up at that time is going to allow for the leader to present itself. So when we always say, well, the government, now we fear the government. Well, you know what? The government is actually what they don't want you to know And want you to realize is actually you have the power. And I'm not talking about a revolution. I'm not talking about using physical force. They have all that. What I'm talking about is on an energetic level, a vibrational frequency level, we have the power. And that has been misguided for centuries, millennia. And they don't want you to know that. Because once you understand that you have the power, once you start to understand that we have that energetic frequency and we learn this stuff, all of a sudden we take it back. And no matter what their control systems are, no matter what they put into place, if our frequency is at where it's at, law of attraction—it's law, guys. It works. It is what it is. You can't change it. So when you know these things, you apply it in your life. You can transform it all. And that's where the whole American concept comes from about who was a leading of this. So as I stated, you know, one of the things is is that you must be the change you want to see in the world. And that's Gandhi. And one of the things about him that I love this quote is because in order to really make a change on this whole vibrational frequency, this whole game, right, the game we're all playing to get called life, you play a massive role. You play a huge role in that. So huge that you are part of it. So if you be focus more on you, if you focus on being a better person, if you focus on helping yourself grow, connecting to your source energy, and truly allowing yourself to vibrate at the highest frequency you possibly can in this lifetime, You are not only helping raise the bar for the frequency for all humans, also for the country you live in, also for your town, also for your family, your friends, and so forth. That's how powerful you are. But you also give other people the opportunity to do the same. You help liberate them from where their low frequencies are and show them the vibrational frequency of, or the energy or a way to be liberated liberated so they can also have the same experience. Guys, we are all interconnected. It's a unified field. It exists. There is a force that is throughout all the universes. And it's that force that creates the life of us experiencing. I call that God. Um, You can look at it in so many different fabrics of life, fabrics, aspects. But it's what gives us the opportunity to create. We are the manifest version of God. See, when no souls were around and it was only God, that was the unmanifested version. Once God manifested and created all of us, gave us the blessing to live a life, uh, an internal life that will never go away. That was the greatest gift of all. And that's why when some people say, God bless you, I'm always like, I'm blessed because God created me. And anywhere I go, I'm always blessed because I have God's blessing at the end of the day. And I have support more than I'll ever imagine. And it's not a—it's not an ego. It's not something that's like, um, excuse my French, cocky or arrogant um, it, it's really truly understanding the truth and the truth is is that you've been blessed since day one the moment you were able to breathe air and I'm not talking air in this realm I'm just saying the breath of life your soul, your life force you were created out of need not of a want because God wanted to experience all that he is in his, own, in his true form and the only way he was able to he, it actually, was able to do that was by creating us so as we're interconnected, you know um, EricChanneling.com, great website. Check it out. Awesome story. Uh, um, you could if you're you know if you're into listening to mediums and, and channeling people who have crossed over. Um, it's about a real wonderful story about a, a son who actually committed suicide, and the, the family was atheist. And long story short, Mom just felt that you know my son can't be gone forever. And so she reached out to mediums and did a lot of research, and she ended up find, communicating and finding one who can actually really prove that that was her son. And since then, that blog has blossomed and with universal truths and knowledge and sharing stories of other people who have passed and so many great things. And it's been a great source for me to connect to and learn a lot. I highly recommend it. But Eric, the son who, who committed suicide, stated, When majority of humans start to appreciate life and respect life, there will be no need for terrorist attacks. But until we, as humans, learn this lesson, we will continue to see this happen regardless of what efforts we do to stop it. You have to understand everything comes from the energetic realm and we are all interdependent. So if our focus of fear, we don't appreciate life, well, we're going to attract events in our experience as humans to happen to make us start to appreciate life. And until that will continue to happen more and more and more until we as humans appreciate the life of all life, not just our life, because we are all living so everything has a soul. A living thing has a soul. So it's it's looking at all aspects and appreciating it. You know, so the law of vibration guys, it works on every single level. It is always working for you. It is always, 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 always working on that path. So it's it's looking at, okay, so if the law of vibration works, Doc, all right, and this is always working, and the vibrational frequencies are always there, then all right, so what programs consciousness? What programs humans? How do we how do we change the program? How do we raise our vibration? Well the biggest propaganda The biggest thing that programs you the most is things like television, the news, shows, movies, radio shows, podcasts, books you read, magazines you read, and people you are following are all programming your mind. And the key thing is, the more people who believe in these things, the more it holds grounds and becomes a reality. Yes, my podcast is programming you. It's getting you to see things differently. Okay? You believe in it, you don't believe in it. It's up to you. You want to follow this or you don't have to. It's up to you at the end of the day. But the sad thing about all this is, when it comes to everything, is that, and, and when you look at mainstream media, I want you to really look at. There's some great videos out there, and you can look at there. There was someone there saying the program, uh, the lies that are being shared, and this comes from. Actually, this is a, the, the, the mainstream media uses this uh, ideology. Okay, this is not coming from me. It's it's it's. You can see this all over. Once you understand this stuff, you really see things from a different perspective. But Joseph Goebbels. This was Hitler's right-hand man who led the propaganda in Germany. He stated, if you say a lie loud enough and long enough, people will start to believe it. Now, again like I said here, I'm not saying that the mainstream media lies, I state this in my book, but what I am saying is they will contort stories to sell the negativity. Unfortunately in the world, in that world negativity cells and the more you can slander someone, destroy someone, publicly humiliate someone, that is good news and people love to hear these type of things. Unfortunately, that's where humanity is. That's where our vibrations are. And the more we keep putting energy into it, the more we keep creating it and the more they keep bringing more to it because they're going to keep creating that type of content because at the vibrational frequency level, that's what we want. That's what we're attracting, right? For some reason in our life as humans, we like to focus more on um, seeing other people have negative issues so that we can feel better about ourselves. It's kind of pathetic in my opinion. And I'm sorry I'm being a little harsh if you don't like it, but I'm just saying that, you know, it sucks that someone has to go through something. But at the same token, you know, I know I play an inner role in that. So if I'm looking at someone and saying, huh, at least that's not me, I'm happy about that, you're actually making it even worse. But instead, you look and say, man, poor them, you know, whatever the situation may be. Because at the end of the day, we all on our own path and we're all trying to learn. Life didn't come with a manual. So we're all trying to figure things out. If we start to love one another and appreciate, you know, say, hey, they made a mistake. Let's work with that. They made a mistake. Let's let's try to help the person out. They made a mistake. Let's try to see if we can do something different. You know, come with compassion and love. We can transform things even more. One of the things about when it comes to programming the mind and and influencing the vibration of the world or human in any aspect of any country is repetition. Repetition is the mother of all learning, and the more things are repeated, shared, and expressed, the more is integrated into your consciousness. That's why social media um as great as it has evolved to be it also has a lot of negatives and one of the big ones is a sharing content with your friends who all share the same stuff so you constantly see same stories same things that are programming you and shaping your mind and conditioning you without you even knowing it and that's the key which gets you stuck in a vibration that's the key that gets you not allowing to really show the light and truth of who you really are and that my friends is what allows you to minimize yourself and then also minimize everyone else because we're not breaking through that. That's why like for myself, I always work on stuff that's outside my realm. You know, I always look at different concepts, different aspects. And when something's like, wow, that's really out there, I will still dive in and learn from it because there's maybe something hidden that I don't know about. I want to try some new things. I'm gonna i and I've I've tried a lot of things. I've gotten uncomfortable, I've had fear kick in and so much more. Wait until we get into chapter six and I'll be explaining some of that stuff. But you have to You know, shift. I always tell people listen to things that make you feel well. You know, and I'm going to do a podcast singularly on this on its own when I'm done with the book. But one of the things is that you know, always focus on things that help your with your emotions. Your emotions is your guidance system. It's what guides you and lets you know are you connected to Source, your soul, your life force, your 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 higher self, true self, your God self. Um, and and if you're not feeling good, positive vibes with this, you're you're on the negative side of it. That is you not being connected. That's you being disconnected, and it starts with your thoughts, and then your emotions will respond to that. And so, when I talk to people, I always tell them: when you want to listen to a podcast, when you listen to you know mainstream media, a show, whatever it is that you're going to have in your experience, it's what you see and what you hear. Okay. Which, when you when you do those things, you want to make sure you're choosing stuff that makes you feel good, and I'm talking joy, happiness, bliss those are the things that are going to help you. But you also want things too that are going to challenge you. You know, I was reading a book by Sean Anchor, and he talks about big potential. And he talks about having a group of friends that are not all the same. He's like, you want a group of friends that challenge your mindset, see different things, stretch you, look in different aspects. And because then it helps you develop and grow because diversity is where strength really comes from. And the same concept is what I'm talking about here. When you look at I share in the book here, I said to Mother Teresa, she said, I would never go to an anti-war rally. She said, I would always go to a peace rally. You can see the difference, right? Her focus was not anti-war because you're putting more energy into war and you're going to create more of it. She says, I would rather just focus on peace because she understood putting power into peace is how it makes things happen. I also share in the book about 2016 U.S. presidential elections. Donald Trump used this to advantage. The more people he can get to talk about him, the more his name was being used. And the more people can associate from one to another, I'm not saying this is why he won or anything political, guys. But in the book, I just share this as an example that he got people to talk about him. Whether it was negative or positive, it didn't matter. People were talking about him. It helped them the energetic level and gave him more exposure and more airtime and all these other things to get his name out there. That's how propaganda works. That's how this whole vibration programming the mind works. And you start to see things, you memorize things, you, you associate, and that's what makes you end up being that way. You know, but that's this kind of concept. I talk about some chiropractic stories in the book as I dive deeper in. I talk about your health, associations with deficiency and toxicity. Uh, Definitely highly recommend reading that um, in there. But, you know, one of the things is about the collective consciousness is that um, when we look at, you know, you have to understand, too, when you look at collective consciousness, this happens in every different career, profession, and so forth. So, like, I share a story about when I was a kid. Um long story short I was born with bilateral clubfoot which means basically the way my feet are if you stand you can see the top of your feet imagine them turn my toes point to each other and then dip underneath where I can see I'm turning in and I'm seeing the bottom of my feet not a fun picture if you don't can't image it just do google uh, image, images.google.com and just do clubfoot and you'll see what I'm talking about Long story short um when I got to the age of 7 years old I'll never forget this doctor visit with my mom and I, when I went to the doctor uh, they kept. They were doing an analysis and they were looking at my pelvis and everything and my hip and they started to notice and they said there's something wrong with your son's left hip. And based upon our evaluation, they stated that by the time I, was, I wouldn't be able to play sports in high school and by the time I got to age 30, I would need a hip replacement. How do you like that for a kid who loves playing sports? Do you think that devastated me a little bit? Do you think I came home that day and just felt absolutely thrilled? No, not at all. I cried. I was upset. I was like, another thing now? I was already a bedwetter, and I had other health issues, and now this. And it was just like, I can never, I was like, I felt like I wasn't breaking away from any of these things, and it was just news after news after news, and it was devastating. But, not knowing this back then, but what I know now is that one of the things is, I learned that, you know, doctors, medical field has its own vibrational frequency. It has, everything's a law of attraction. And in their world, it's all about, you know, drug, surgery, heal, or heal, they say, um, cure, uh, any uh, illness and diseases. And the drugs and the surgery are the only things that can do that. And that's their frequency. That's their vibration. So everything is that. So for them, that's how they thought I would – that's what my world was going to be. That was their vibrational frequency. There was no other outcomes. That's all there is. That's all they know. That's where they vibrate at, right? They're vibrating at X. If I told them about a Y, they're going to look and go, "Mm mm-mm, impossible. This is X. This is where we're at. This is an X, okay? You can't experience anything but X. That's why when you go to a medical doctor, you will always be told what you're going to have for the rest of your life. They're not going to give you options. They're not going to tell you, oh, we can work with this and help, but we're going to get to the cause – you can ask your doctor a gazillion times why this is happening to you, and it's always going to come back down to that your genes are creating this, your body's faulty, and that's just the way it is. They never understand why. And I say this very strongly because as a chiropractor, we look at why. We understand how the body works. Um, and when you work at a level of understanding why the body is, why it's happening, and what's happening overall, and we start going from the source and working from that level, phew, endless possibilities. That's the different vibrational frequency of chiropractic. You know, true chiropractic is a vitalistic approach, which means we look at the whole system and understand that if one area is off in the system, it affects every single every single other aspect to that system. And so there's a huge paradigm shift, a different psychology, a different perspective. And so when I was seven and I was told this, I told my mom, I looked her right in the eyes, and I said, I'm gonna prove them wrong. I don't care what they told me. My mom's like, We gotta be- I'm like, I don't care what they told me. I'm going to prove them wrong because in my mind, I knew that I can make a decision. I told my mom, you always told me, if I put my mind together, if I believe in it, if I put my mind to it, anything's possible. I will make sure of this. And I created a lot of anger inside and frustration because I wanted to prove them wrong. Well, folks, as I lived through my teenage years, survived that, as I'm here doing this podcast at 34 years old, I will tell you this. I ended up playing five sports in high school. I played two organized, three on the side. I played baseball and soccer, and then also I played basketball during the week with my friends. Uh, we go to the uh, the civic center in town. We play five on five, full court. We do that for a couple hours a day, four days a week. I played racquetball with friends about an hour every day, uh, four or five days a week, uh, and I worked out on top of it. And then on the weekends, we played tackle football with friends. Uh, we go for a few hours a a, a week, every weekend. And so, not only that, when I turned 30, I was actually 31 to be specific, I went to get an x-ray, and I I told my friend, I said, I want you to x-ray my hip. I want to see what's going on there. I want both hips done. He's like, why? I said, because I was told at seven years old I need a hip replacement, actually last year. I want to prove that I got beautiful hips. We took a look. My hips were crystal clear, perfect space, distance, even, well, somewhat even, <laughs> uh, but balanced. And um, no signs of gener- generation, arthritis, or anything along that nature. And so for me, I knew right off the bat, I said, prove them wrong. Because I had to look outside in a different vibrational frequency. I had to look at it from a different aspect. And that aspect was chiropractic. And it helped me be vital. It allowed me. With all the issues that I have, the scoliosis that I have, and everything else, allowed me to play rugby, allowed me to run five minute miles, allowed me to run a 40 and a 4.4.5. It allowed me to throw 90 miles per hour plus. It allowed me to do those things. Even when I injured my shoulder because of a coach pressuring me to pitch my junior year at 17 years old, chiropractic allowed me to regain that strength back and help heal my shoulder allow me to continue to be a deadly force in the outfield. And if anyone who has ever played baseball or softball with me will know what I'm talking about, but it was believing in something different. And I had a raise and change my vibrational frequency first. And then I attracted chiropractic. Chiropractic found me. I always say that chiropractic found me. I didn't find it. And I just ended up happening to, uh, going back to my old chiropractor. And it was amazing what he said to me on day one and my whole life changed. But it had to come from me. You guys understand that? And now I have endless stories of people who went through similar stories or different, going to have a back surgery. Uh, a child who was looking to be on drugs, for, be on, on heavy duty drugs for the rest of their life, don't need it no more because the body all of a sudden started healing itself. Can't say chiropractic cured it because chiropractic doesn't. But the key thing is seeing that. So when you change your frequency to a higher level and it starts changing your life you give the opportunity for others to do the same and that's the power behind being interdependent so when you do those types of things that's how you transform your life but also transforming the life of others that's how key it is guys and that's what chapter 4 is really all about and I, and I dive into more stories because I really wanted to share stories with you guys to see how we are in the world how, 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 how you truly, you know, where is the vibrational frequency of the world? How can you tell? Go to images.google.com and put something in. You'll see what the vibrational frequency of humanity is. There's something called a web bot. You can check that out too. And web bots usually look at the internet, all the searches and everything humans are looking for, and they can tell us where we're at right here and now in the vibrational frequency. What's really cool about AI technology, and I know there's all these scary things about it how automated uh, artificial intelligence is going to kill us and all these things. Well, there's also a beautiful side to AI intelligence. And what that is is, is that AI intelligence can really tell us the consciousness level of where humanity is. And eventually they're going to show us where we are too uh, as an individual because of all the things we focus on. And that's going to be the beautiful thing to give you actually a feedback system to know exactly where you are on a vibrational frequency, where you spend your time and your energy, because then that's how we're going to know why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. And guess what? It's going to be called more self-responsibility upon us. As I closed in Chapter 4, I wanted you to focus on something before I ended, it, and, and that is, I didn't put it in the book for legality purposes, but I want you to read this poem by Marianne Williamson. Um, if you've heard this poem in a, in a movie called Coach Carter, that's the version I really like. Um, they took out a couple parts of it, and I just think it flows better. But her whole poem is amazing, and it's called Our Deepest Fear. And long story short, in The Deepest Fear, it talks about how when you um, allow your light to shine, you end up liberating others to do the exact same thing. And together, the more and more p- times that we focus on the lighting, our, letting our light shine, and then we share our stories and our experiences with others, it allows others to do the exact same thing and let their light shine and let them see the highest vibration of themselves, the best version. And when we start to create a world that it creates more inspiration and fulfillment, it allows others to create more inspiration and fulfillment. And as more as we continue to create more inspiration and fulfillment for others, we allow our children to have more inspiration and fulfillment because we're living a life of more inspiration and fulfillment. You see, you can't give something to someone if you don't have it. And so if you're feeling more fulfilled and inspired, guess what? Your children, your friends, your family, your loved ones, everyone who is around you, who works with you, who's associated with you, either in person or social media or whatever it may be, get to have the same experience. You give them that opportunity. You see, I couldn't be here, you listening to a podcast, if it wasn't someone else who created it who created the technology and the people behind before them and the people before them and the people before them. If those people never stood up to the plate and rose to the best that they can possibly be, you couldn't have this opportunity for what I'm doing here, right here, right now, listening to me on this podcast. That is the power behind what we do. And that's why it is crucial for us to live a more inspired and fulfilled life. And that's why I wrote the book. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I'm creating online. I'm creating a whole online university I'm creating consciousness awareness. It's a, it's a conscious university on helping individuals shape their minds in a different perspective so they can experience more fulfillment and create more inspiration. It's the time is now. And that's why this is my passion to do what I'm doing here. And I'm happy that you're here. If you listen to this whole entire podcast, I'm excited that you're here. So if you haven't got my book, I highly recommend it. We have a couple specials I said earlier in the book. a Kindle version ending tomorrow. It's June 13th. Um, it'll be 4.99 for the book right now. It'll be uh, after Wednesday. It will be back up to 9.99. Also, we are ending on June 18th. Our book special, autograph copy, free shipping, and 10% off on our EmpowerYourReality.com website. Check it out, guys. Grab the book. I highly recommend. Um, you will you will be inspired in some shape or form. Uh, there will at least be one thing, and that's why I told everyone. I, I, my whole purpose of writing the book was that you know, obviously to create an inspired and fulfilled life and all that good stuff. But the biggest purpose was. If I can just shift one perspective in your life, just one thing, and just have you utilize that, and it shifts you, my goal is done. And I know that the world is going to vibrate higher. It's going to be more inspired. We're going to raise the consciousness, and we all benefit from it. So thank you. Thank you for checking out this podcast. Check out the book. And, guys, until we'll be tuning in. Uh, until next time, keep rocking and rolling.